guys, welcome back to It's a Theater Thing. Today's a very special day. It's Tony Nomination Day. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> so, one of our favorite days of the year. <laughs> Next to the actual day of the Tonys and the Broadway flea market, otherwise known as Broadway Christmas. So the one day of the year you don't mind waking up early. That's right. So today we're going to talk about the Tony nominations. I have Aaron Carl with me. Hey, Aaron. Well, hello. Hey. Well, hello there. <laughs> we're very excited today. But the first thing we're actually going to talk about, we have to get a little business out of the way before we talk about the nominations. If you listened to our podcast last time, you heard us talking about our picks for the Tony nominations. And one of the actors that we were talking about was uh, Zachary Quinto. Now, we had a, some wrong information, so we just want to make sure that we clear that up. We weren't sure that he had ever been on Broadway before, and boy, we were off the mark. Actually, he did do Broadway. The Boys in the Band is not his first Broadway show. He did The Glass Menagerie back in 2013, and I can't believe I forgot about that, so shame on me. It, it's complicated to keep everybody squared away there when I they keep know. flipping back from stage to screen and whatnot. I know. I, you know what? I just need, like, Jen Tepper's mind. No, I'll be good. I'll be good. The the Broadway database that is Jim yes. Temper. Yes, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> I want to be her when I grow up. Um, <laughs> anyway, we also just had a couple name mispronunciations. We just want to make sure we get those right. For the Matilda cast at the Muni that's coming up, we mentioned Anne Harada, but unfortunately we got her last name wrong, and Will Swenson. So they're both going to be in that cast, and I'm sure it's going to be fabulous. But we want to make sure we get those names right all the time. Because actually, I love Anne Harada. I mean, I think she's awesome, and I remember her from way back during the Seussical days. So we always want to get that right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I feel horrible about betraying names. I am sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> We're, we're, none of us are perfect. We're, none of us are, you know, as perfect as Jen Tepper. So we're just going to call her perfect Jen Tepper from now on because in my world, she is perfect. So. <laughs> pretty, anyway. pretty close. Pretty close. Yep, yep. Yes, pretty close. Anyway, let's discuss the Tony nominations. We are recording this on April 30th and they were announced early this morning and I don't know. I, I, I'm feeling some feelings about this. I don't know how you feel, but I, I, I am. I am a little shocked by yeah. a few a uh, few things that happened this morning. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm just just a tad bit confused. So should we just get it out of the way? I mean, best actor in a musical. I, I really am confused that Reeve Carney did not get a nomination. I cannot believe he didn't get a nomination. Or Patrick Page. I know that it's sort of on the line. You know, their performances can be considered featured actor, and Patrick Page did get a feature actor nod. But I kind of feel like they dissed Reeve Carney because he didn't get anything. And I'm just shocked about that. I am very, very shocked about that. And if you check out Patrick Page's Instagram from this morning, he kind of is also shocked because he 
posted a picture of Reeve in character, like doing the rose pose, mm. and wrote this beautiful caption about how it's an honor to work with him, and he wants to be him when he grows up. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> that yeah, that's that shows what a good guy he is. Mm-hmm. Now I am happy to see that Brooks Ashmanskis got a nomination. I think that is richly deserved. And Alex Brightman, too. I, you know, it's funny because Beetlejuice really didn't get glowing reviews, but I think Alex just kills it in this role. Everybody that was talking about the show was talking about Alex and how wonderful he was. So I could, I kind of was expecting something for him. Santina also mm-hmm. getting a nomination for Tootsie. That is amazing and expected. But Damon for Oklahoma. Yeah. And then, yeah, I haven't seen that, but I haven't haven't heard anything too good about that either. So I'm a little confused about that. And then the sleeper show, Ain't Too Proud to Beg, with Derek Basin. Yeah. Uh, Derek Baskin, yes. Baskin, yes. With Derek Baskin, yeah. yeah. I was surprised with that one, too. I thought, you know... I'll be honest with you. I mean, I figured that Ain't Too Proud would get, you know, a few nominations. I'm a little surprised that it got as many as it did. But I'm glad for them. I think it's great. And I I think that show is going to live for a while because it's going to appeal to a certain demographic. So it's a nice little plug for them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely to receive the nominations. And yeah, any any show that's on Broadway is at a higher level, is at a very, very skilled and talented level. Mm -hmm. As as many Be More Chill fans are realizing now, uh, the nominations don't necessarily mean anything over that this particular group of voters appreciated the show over other shows. Yeah. Now, I have to admit, I've been honest about this in past episodes, Be More Chill is not my thing. However, I am surprised that George Salazar did not get a nomination. Yeah. That surprised you too? That completely surprised me because the Michael in the Bathroom YouTube video was basically one of the main reasons that the fans, new fans linked up with the show and got the word of mouth around. Mm-hmm. So that our Tony voters weren't even connecting with that was kind of a shock for me. Yes. Now, switching gears a little bit from musicals to plays, I have to say I was not shocked that To Kill a Mockingbird didn't get a nomination. We kind of discussed this in the last episode. You think there's a little bit of blowback from the Scott Rudin thing? I, yeah, I was a little concerned about that because that is going to be something that the Tonys are going to take into consideration is the PR around the show. Mm-hmm. It can be an amazing show, but if it has a conflict like that, where community theaters are having to shut down productions, right. that that's going to be an issue. That's going to be something that a lot of people aren't going to get behind, regretfully. Yeah, but we still see that Celia Keenan-Bolger got a nomination. and mm-hmm. Gideon Glick, yeah. Gideon Glick got a nomination, and also Jeff Daniels. Yes. <laughs> so, 
So I think, you know, it was something we talked about before when Sammy was on. They are not punishing the artists, but they're punishing the play. So Mm -hmm. if it's really a punishment, I don't want to say that's what it is. In my opinion, that's what it could be. (laughs) So it wouldn't surprise me. Let's just say that they have long memories, these people. So it certainly could it certainly could be. Uh, that they just, you know, they didn't yeah. like what was going on. They, could, yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, and I apologize. It is apparently thundering really bad outside. So if you hear some ruckus in the background, I'm getting a storm coming my way. Oh, that's okay. It's it's better than my barking theater dogs, so it's all good. <laughs> um, <laughs> and someone mentioned that to me the other day. They're like, "Oh, I heard your dogs." I'm like, "Great." <laughs> They, they, they like to play around. They like to be in the room, in the room where it happens. That's right. So best play. I'll tell you that that actually that category didn't really shock me too much. The only one I was a little surprised about was uh, what the Constitution means to me, only because it really hasn't been around that long. But I've actually heard really good things about it. Again, that's one I haven't gotten to see yet. So the Tony voters must have thought quite a, a lot of that show. There's yes. A, yeah. Were there any surprises for you there? In best play, be- mm-hmm. besides To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. yeah. That was my only kind of like, ooh, what's going on there? But, you know, just confirming kind of what we were just talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. But I was surprised that Network didn't get a nomination. You know, that was a surprise for me because I thought for sure that Network would get something. And I mean, they got, you know, one for Brian Cranston for Best Actor, but not for Best Play. And I thought for sure they would get in there. Yeah, I have I have not heard a lot about Network besides that it's supposed to be really intriguing. Yeah. 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 It looks really interesting. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. Brian Cranston looks really intense, (laughs) which I guess he's supposed to be. But um, He's kind of one of those chameleon actors that you never know what you're going to get until you get in there with him. Right. So as far as revival of the play, I mean, nothing too shocking there. I think we all kind of had a good idea. I didn't think about Burn This, to be honest, but all the others seem to be pretty much in line with what I've been thinking or what other people have been talking to me about. Now, getting back to musicals, mm-hmm. no real surprises for me for leading role for an actress. I mean, I think we pretty much called all those people, did we? Maybe not. Maybe not Eva. I think I might have had Eva in a featured role, but I think we we called everybody else. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Kelly O'Hare, definitely. And Beth and Caitlin for the prom. Yeah. And then, of course, Stephanie J. Block is Cher. So that needed to be nominated. (laughs) Right. Definitely. Now, best book of a musical. Now, I think that Beetlejuice and you know, Hades Town and the prom, like I could all see those getting nominated. I'm mm-hmm. always a little, I don't know, Tootsie. I, I, I have to see Tootsie, you know, it just opened and I don't live in New York, so I haven't been able to see it yet. But uh, I have mixed feelings about Tootsie, but everyone's saying it's fabulous. So I'm sure that the nomination is earned. And then Ain't Too Proud to Beg, or excuse me, Ain't Too Proud. 
<laughs> yeah. I keep quoting the line from the song, which is Ain't Too Proud to Beg, <laughs> but it, but the show name is actually Ain't Too Proud. <laughs> Slightly edited. <laughs> Slightly edited, right. Let's talk about this category, Best Performance by an Actor in a Featured Role in a Musical. Very interesting, because we have two people from Town and two people from Ain't Too Proud, and then we have one person from Tootsie. I'm always so nervous when you get two people from one show. I'm always afraid they're going to cancel each other out. But I'm so happy that Patrick Page got a nomination. Yes, very deserving from everything I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's I, I completely agree with you. It does kind of seem that it could split the actual voters. Mm-hmm. And I also, I love Andre DeShields. I mean, this for me is, like, I would be happy with either one of them winning because they were both so incredibly good. But it also makes me sad that I have to choose. <laughs> mm-hmm. This can, can we call a tie? <laughs> yes, can we please? <laughs> But again, so interesting that Patrick Page and Andre DeShields got nominations and Reeve Carney, you know, got left out, even just as a featured. I feel like he should have gotten something, but uh, I guess the Tony voters did not agree. And we also have Jeremy Pope and Ephraim Seitz from Ain't Too Proud. Now, I haven't seen Jeremy Pope yet, but... I have been hearing his name for months, ever since he did um, a Choir Boy. So, you know, I think he is a pretty strong contender. I think people really, really like him. And I think even if he doesn't win, he's got a really strong career ahead of him. Oh, yeah, definitely agree. And this, this is going to be one of the categories that's going to be a toss-up because of how they nominated and then just how strong each one of those performers are. So going on to actress in a featured role in a musical, Lily Cooper, who I just love, who's in Tootsie, Amber Gray, who I door <laughs> and mm-hmm. from Town, Sarah Stiles from Tootsie, Ali Stroker, who I also think is fabulous from Oklahoma, and Mary Testa, who's also in Oklahoma. So, mm-hmm. I mean, all these ladies are super, super talented. They all deserve to be there. Is there anybody there or anybody that you think is missing? Oh, man. That's that is just such a tough call with um because there are so many strong actresses out there this season. This is oh man. Um, See, I would have liked to have seen Lauren Marcus up there for Be More Chill. Okay. I think I I think she added a lot to that show. I can see that. I haven't seen Be More Chill, but she was fabulous at the Jonathan Larson project. So I can totally see where she would just take that energy and own the stage. Yeah, she really she she did a terrific job in that performance. And I hate to say there were very few things I liked about the show. One of them was George Salazar and the other was Lauren Marcus. I think that they both were fabulous and really deserved to be nominated. But Joe Iconis did get a nomination for score. So they did get one nomination. Uh, Yes. So, you know, that's great. And they're going to keep going. They have such a strong following. 
I'm not worried about them at all. Yeah. And I'm kind of wondering if that was the Tony committee kind of like nodding to the fans like, okay, we see you. We know you like Joe. Here you go. That could be. It wasn't a critic's darling, but it is a darling of its fans. <laughs> so, yeah. So I could see how maybe the Tony committee was like, okay, let me just give you a little tip of the hat. Make sure because that, yeah. Exactly, exactly. These committees do that often. I know the, um, the Oscars did that for Peter Jackson with Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Instead of nominating him and giving him the award for all three movies, they just did it for the last movie. Mm-hmm. So they they kind of take their take their time and and put it all together. Yes. Now Eddie Perfect also got an original score nomination for Beetlejuice, and uh, you know I enjoy the show so much, so I hate to knock it at all, but that is just not a score that stays with me. I mean, I remember one song from that show. And that says a lot. And pardon me, my theater dog is barking. <laughs> Just ignore her. <laughs> she wants in on the conversation. I'm so happy that Amias Mitchell got a nomination and the team from the prom got a nomination too. So that makes me super happy for them. Also, yeah. Adam Gettle for To Kill a Mockingbird. He got nominated and David Yazbek for Tootsie. So. Yes. I, again, I haven't seen Tootsie, so I can't vouch for how connected the songs are and how like you feel after you walk out, which is kind of what you want with an original score. Mm-hmm. You want something that's going to stick with you. But I have to say, the Be More Chill songs, especially Michael in the Bathroom, just sticks with you. Mm-hmm. And and so does Hades Town, and definitely 100% the prom. Yes. And I don't know, that score just has so much personality. I just, it's just fun to listen to. Would you say it has Zazz? <laughs> yes, it does. It's Zazz. <laughs> Give it some Zazz. <laughs> so best direction of a musical, I mean, Rachel Chavkin for Hades Town, no brainer. Got Ellis for Tootsie. Uh, Daniel Fish for Oklahoma, that's an interesting choice because, as we were saying last episode, people either love it or they hate it. I'm thinking more people love it than hate it because they just announced an extension. So. (laughs) I I think it's more of like the critics are just like, what is this? And whenever you do a theater in the round, it's going to put you in a different feeling than just a regular proscenium. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually had a couple friends say, what is this? <laughs> oh, okay. So, so it's not just the critics. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but yeah, you know, it, it's definitely not your mama's Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So, so then we have Des Mackinac for uh, Ain't Too Proud and Casey Nicola from The Prom, who also I wouldn't be mad at that either. I think he's great. I love him. And although if you were at Broadway Con this year, you probably now know this interesting little bit of information. Casey Nicola was the understudy for Kevin Chamberlain during Seussical. Ooh. Who would have thought? Yeah. And I actually got to see him go on one time as Horton the Elephant. And he gave oh, really, fun. Yeah. Yeah. He gave a lovely performance. So now the big one. I'm going to talk about the big one. Best musical. 
Okay. <laughs> I, again, I have to say I was a little surprised with Ain't Too Proud, but mm-hmm. all the other ones, I think we called all those Beetlejuice, Hades Town, The Prom, and Tootsie. Yeah. I, we, we did call those. Ain't Too Proud, I keep wanting to call it The Sleeper because it's there. I know about it, but it's it's just kind of this quiet excellence, apparently. Well, <laughs> I, I, have, I have a friend who saw it, and he doesn't stop talking about it. Excellent. Good. Yeah. What I love about this list is there's so much diversity in the styles of the shows that it could literally be anybody's game. It's not just like, oh, the funny comedies. Oh, the sad dramatics. You have everything yes. in this list. And it's been a very good year for plays, which makes me happy, even though I haven't gotten to see actually any of the nominated ones. I am really happy to see that they're getting the attention that they deserve. Yes, this is, I I have noticed this too. Many, many years, I have never heard of any of the plays that get nominated. I haven't even heard their names before. And I have at least heard of or know the stories behind most of these that are nominated this year. So that's very good PR on their teams. Definitely. So that's our quick rundown. We didn't go through all the nominees today. We just wanted to highlight some of the nominations that were discussed today. And we're going to get to see how it all plays out on June 9th at Radio City Music Hall. So, yay! yay. So moving on, since this was a shortened episode of It's a Theater Thing, we only just have a couple things to share with you for Beyond the Boards. We've been talking about the Tonys the whole time. Tony tickets are available. If you've ever wanted to dress up and go to the Tonys, here's your chance. Tickets actually went on sale today. And again, as I mentioned before, the ceremony takes place on June 9th at Radio City Music Hall. And you can get your tickets at TonyAwards.org. It's a really fun night if you get the opportunity to do it. I've done it about three times, and there's just nothing like it. It's really, really special. Now I have another announcement that just came out today, and it's really for those of you in the D.C. area. Freestyle Love Supreme, which is the freestyle group that was created by Lin-Manuel Miranda and Thomas Kale. They are coming to the Kennedy Center, guys. They're coming this summer. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And if you are a Kennedy Center member, tickets are already on sale starting today. If you're not a Kennedy Center member, the tickets do go on sale for the general public on May 3rd. I suggest you get in there and get your tickets early because I think this is going to be a sellout. The great thing is they're doing two shows a night. So get on that. You never know who you'll see at these things. Sometimes Lynn shows up. Sometimes you see somebody like Chris Jackson or James Iglehart. So you never know. I'm super excited. I already got my tickets. I'm ready to go. (laughs) Yay! Yay! So that's it for this special episode of It's a Theater Thing. We can always be found on the Onstage Blog Network on onstageblog.com, iTunes, and Spotify. If you'd like to communicate with us, you can email us at theaterthing at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Facebook on the It's a Theater Thing Facebook page. Also, our Twitter handle is at Theater Thing. So we hope to hear from you guys soon. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.